So once again, good morning. I am Carrie Little, your host of Coffee with Carrie and the blogger for smartgirlmedia.com. Thank you for watching. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, go to the link in my bio, click on the link tree, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Coming soon. If you saw this morning, I did go live for about three minutes on my Facebook business page. I got to come back to Facebook and YouTube and LinkedIn and my real estate groups. I'm coming back because sometimes I think my friends on Facebook, because really that's where my network is. I have more people that follow me on Facebook than Instagram, believe it or not. But I became very intentional on Instagram May of 2020 and it's worked. It has really worked. So thanks for joining me. Again, grab your coffee. Today's topic is earn more money in real estate. And here's the reason why I picked this is because when I launched the keys to listing leads, which is a, it's not a member, it's not a membership, but it looks like a membership. I built out all of the content for you from September all the way through August of next year. Even if you bought it today and you started in October with your October mailing, that's fine because you can start at any time generating leads, but the best time, especially if you're new and you've never done marketing, first of all, you start the day you start. In, with your license. But September gives you about seven months. August, yeah, but people just kind of disappear in August anyway. So September of any year is when we should get our goals together. It's when we should get our marketing together. It's when we get our, um, we plan out our business plans for the next year. September, August, yeah, that's when you need to start planning. So <clears throat> a lot of you, whether it's the keys to listing leads, my agents, they send text messages all the time. They get me a whole lot faster. Um, and then I have a lot of agents that join me in new agent training. And I'll have agents that'll send me a direct message. Hey, Carrie, I want to work for you. Now, for those of you that don't understand, when you become an instructor in real estate, you are held to a whole different standard. There are some people I just can't recruit. Doesn't mean that I won't talk to you. But because I'm an instructor, we have a different level of ethics because I have leverage. Now, if I decided to quit teaching real estate and only go live here and only go live on LinkedIn, et cetera, place ads, I can recruit all of you all day long. Um, but and maybe it's just the way I think. There, there are some people that are going in and they are recruiting my agents like crazy. I'm a true instructor. I, you know, and, and Zig Ziglar once said, um, do you want to not train someone and keep them or train someone, educate them and lose them? Zig Ziglar. He also said, when business is good, advertise. When business is bad, you have to advertise. And right now business isn't bad, but some of you just don't have leads and you need to earn more money in real estate. So <clears throat> back to, I'm an instructor. I have been getting a lot of direct messages. Hey, Carrie, um, are you hiring? Hey, Carrie, you know, um, are you, do you give your agents leads? So, hey, Carrie, um, can you tell me how to use InfoSparks? Hey, Carrie, can you tell me why this isn't working? Now, you got to remember that I'm a real estate agent just like you. We have, I think today, 37 agents, maybe 36, you know, agents come and go. We have new office staff, which is great. I have that on my whiteboard. Okay. Which one? Which one? Type that in the feed. Which quote do you have in your on your whiteboard? So <clears throat> as a real estate agent and as a broker owner, you know, my, my job is to educate the real estate agents in my office. But I found that because I'm an instructor yesterday, yesterday, I taught 210 new real estate agents. 
I love new real estate agents. They're hungry. They're motivated. I like to tell them my stories. I like to tell them how I had little kids when I started and you couldn't tell me anything. I am clear I broke the rules. I'm clear I broke the rules. But my job is to keep you from breaking the rules and do this ethically. I'm also clear that some of you are still breaking the rules. So I decided that I would create a, this could, again, I've got all these notes that, that could definitely be blog posts. I decided that what I would do is I would go live to kind of have a conversation with you about the DMs. So here we go. And, and I've even had agents reach out to me that want to switch companies. And sometimes, and I'm very cautious because I, you know, I don't like to give everybody's info out, but let me say it like this. I've had people reach out to me and they're already doing well, but their managing broker sucks. Seriously. And I shouldn't say their managing broker sucks because some people are great managing brokers, but they're not educators and they're not, they're not training their agents, not the managing broker's job, typically, not typically their job, but they haven't figured out a few things. So if you are here next week, Hope is coming in town and we're going to go live together about running a business and owning a company. So come back for that. But sometimes we haven't figured out how to get the training for our agents. So guess who they call? Me. I said that yesterday. Who are you going to call? Carrie. So again, I'm launching a, um, an agent's journey membership in November. Officially, we'll get, into, get going uh, January 1st. But I'm finding that some of you just, you don't need to leave where you are. You just need to figure out how to figure it out. Although I want all of you, but sometimes they just will call me and they're like, Carrie, I want to come to you because you're the, the trainer of, you're, you know everything. Oops, sorry, I'm kicking things. I got my foot, foot rest here. So I don't know everything, but I know how to figure out how to figure it out. So sometimes being the managing broker that's a true trainer, people think they want to come to be, but my agents know, Maisha's here. She might send me, she's listening. She's an agent. You might send me a, me a text. And what people don't know is I will often turn my phone over because I can't, I can't answer every text or call. So I send out an office calendar. Does everyone always show up? No, I think all my agents should always show up. And I'm pretty conservative. I'm not conceited, but I've been doing this so long. There's a lot in my head. I think everybody should show up when I have a class. That's what I think. Cause I'm going to tell you something you don't know. So here we go. Good morning. Buena, buenos dias. Right, Kimberly? Right. So here, hey, hey y'all. Okay. Sticker's gonna bug me. Uh, okay, so this was the week of the DM direct messages. I emailed one of my agents and I said, you know, uh, can, give me your IG so we can put it on your Instagram, so we can put it on your business card. And she was like, here, I don't know what IG is. This is how I know I am 50. I can't talk like 30 year olds. I gotta remember, I gotta write full sentences. So I get it. I do like to answer direct messages. If you have the new real estate agents journal, if you don't, you can go to the link in my bio, get the journal. I am around page 60. There is no inbox in real estate, but this could be the business of your business on, I think, page, you're running a business, 140. So I, I get it. I do like to answer my direct messages. I might not answer right away. I probably won't answer right away. Now, my ages come first. They really do. Um, there's a few people that have an in. There's a few people that have an in. If they call me late at night, I probably answer because they'll answer when I call. Now, I do go live to educate all of you because 
I, I want, I believe everybody can, can succeed. I've been doing this since 2001 and no one told me to get involved and didn't ask me, truly ask me until like 2012. And I don't want that to happen to any of you. I was having a conversation yesterday with another managing broker owner in another state. And we were talking about this. We said, I said, do you, do, would you rather train someone and lose them, keep them for one, two or three years and they leave I think I would because you're going to you're going to always know that I know what I'm talking about. You're going to always know that I want it to be feel like corporate and I don't want you to leave with a bad taste in your mouth and I don't want you to leave mad. Now there are some people that might leave mad cuz I've been told Sheena's told me, "Here you're kind of direct." I already know I'm kind of direct. I'm born in April. Sometimes I want to tell people get over it. I'm trying, Sheena, I'm trying. Um so many of your DMs are around lead generation show me what you need the money, right? Show me the money, right? Um, so many agents are challenged with earning money in real estate. And let me just say it like this. Some of you just are challenged with doing the business. How bad do you want? And I, um, so I'm going to tell you the story that I told the agents yesterday. Remember, 210 new real estate agents in my local association. I was talking to another agent from, from another association, could have been Chicago, and they're getting about the same amount. So we get between the two associations, we could be getting two to 300 new people in training every single week. So I always tell my story. Some of you may have heard it, but let me motivate you again. I'm going to tell you two stories. Back in like 95, 96, a guy by the name of Bob Harrison of the Hawaii Christian Leadership Conference used to come to our church and he used to teach, 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 teach. And I would sit there, he would always sell us something. And I was like, I want to educate like him one day. He was even on a, um, at a big conference with Tony. It might've been Tony Robbins, but for sure it was Zig Ziglar. And you know, I went and I was like, I'm going to do that one day. But I knew I wasn't ready. You couldn't have paid me in high school to get up and talk in front of every, anyone. I was a cheerleader. We're good. There's 10 of us. We can do this together. That's where I was. But I had said, I am going to be a motivational speaker one day. Who knew we'd have Instagram Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, LinkedIn Live? Who knew that we could be our own broadcasters, right? I used to edit television once upon a time. And I made a goal for myself and I said I was going to do it. Look at, look at me today. I'm not afraid to go live. When you, um, when you say it, when you write it down and you execute, you can do this. Now, when I became a real estate agent in 2001, this is my 20th year in the business. We didn't have Instagram. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't even have MySpace. We didn't have LinkedIn. We had something called cold calling. Oh, wait, wait for it. We have flip phones. We had a flip phone. I had a BlackBerry. We didn't use our phones. We made sure we went to the Baird Warner office and we were using their phones. And that's what it was. That's how we did business. And for those of us that went downtown for training, we didn't answer our cell phones. We called you back when we got downtown. We didn't even carry our laptops iPad, what's that? No, we went to the office. There was a resource room and we would all try to figure out how to get on PC access, which was F7, F3, F11. Oh, yep, floor time. Yeah, tell me how you used to work. Floor time, cold calling. I walked my neighborhood for seven months in a row. And however, and I'm talking about lead generation and making more money. My business came from my sphere of influence. It did. First deal was someone from church. The second deal was kind of someone from church, also a family member um, on my ex 
husband's side, um, we still, you know, we still collaborate and, and I've already gotten a phone call from them and they want to list in five years, in five years. Like I already got the call. I like to educate my, my sellers or my current owners or my buyers. I send out a mailer every single month, kind of. We're getting back this month. And I want people to always remember who I am, although Mark's going to do the work. So my first deal was July 1st, 2001. Went to her house. They had, I was clueless. Man, when you want to talk about incompetent, I own it. I was so incompetent. I was like, Barbara, fill this out. Um, just trust me. We're, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a broker tour. We're going to have Krispy Kreme donuts at your house because we used to have one in Glen Ellen. And um, she did everything. Like this was someone that knew what to do. Clean the house, got the house ready. We even got a quote for a garage if someone wanted to put a garage in. In Wheaton, Illinois. My first listing was in Wheaton, Illinois. And that closed in 30 days. Man, I went to closing. And uh, my friend at the time, Vivian Tarver, Tarver, who was also in real estate, she wouldn't hire me. She was like, here, nope, can't hire you. Don't have the bandwidth to train you. I'm go to a big brokerage. And by the way, if you want to earn more money in real estate, ask hard questions when you interview. I got to really think about this. 100% of nothing equals nothing. Right. And you know, there's a song. I'm thinking of a song. So when you go to interview for all of you that want all the money, stop it. Go somewhere where you will get trained. We, I get it. Some people jump ship. They went somewhere because they have residual income. And some people are making money doing that. Some people aren't making money. Look, I read you come to me and I train you and lose you than to not train you at all. So please, 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 before you think you want all the money, make a plan. Say, you know what? I'm going somewhere. I don't care if it's big box. I don't, if it's me, go somewhere where they train you. Because if you don't get trained, 100% of nothing equals nothing. All right. So I find that many of you want success overnight because these are the DMs I've been getting. You want the leads to pour in, right? You guys are watching everybody on Instagram. You're watching. You want to be like Kiana yesterday. You want to be like Keisha. You want to be like Sheena. Some of you are copying everything they're doing. Stop that. Be you, be your authentic you. I get it. They do great things and you get an idea. What can you do differently or even better, right? First of all, you guys have to remember that these people have networks. It's not just social media. And they're really good at marketing or figuring out how to get, to get help. So you're watching the producing agents to get, um, get lead after lead after lead. But if you ask them and if you watched over time, remember I said I started in 2001. Now, I will, I will tell you, I didn't want to have to go back to real work. I got pregnant three months later after I got licensed. And let me tell you, the baby inside is a whole lot cheaper and easier to do work with. So I work really hard pregnant. And I'm just telling you, I threw up for the first five months. So you know, it was hard. I would often go to the office and go to sleep, but I was convinced I needed to make about $60,000. And that's what I made my first year. I didn't want to go back to work. So now... Um, some of you can't understand why it's not happening for you. You even want the brokerage to give you leads. Now, let me say, there are some brokerages you can go to. I actually know of a company that will pay you $2,000 a month for the first year. And no, it's not the red company, not them. Now you can get a salary from them. Yes, you can. But there are some companies that will hire you, but then you are, you are their employee. So you have to work like an employee. 
you um it's, it's extremely rare if a if a company gives you leads and if they're giving you leads you can best believe it is not what your commission split is when i used to get leads from the big company that i worked for they they took a split um, my managing broker at the time used to give me leads and i'm just going to tell you she used to give me the leads nobody else wanted it was fha or va or the folks with the with the challenged credit but guess what i was in wheaton I might have been the only, brown, the only brown person, just telling you I was, I was the only minority and I didn't care. I was going to take the lead because I needed the business and, and there was no extra commission split. But when it came from downtown and it was a, um, a reload, it was like 40%. And then if I was 50-50, they took 40% off the top, then it was 50-50. You felt like you were working for nothing. But sometimes you just need the experience. Some of you need to just go show houses for someone and not ask for the money. Did I say that? But if you need the money, take the money. Like they're gonna, yeah, take the money. Um, okay, so there is no overnight success. Some of you just need to figure out how to work. Some of you need to figure out that if your company has listings, email the listing agent and say, can I sit an open house? Can you sit another open house for another brokerage? The truth is, is no because your um, company's insurance won't cover you if you burn the house down. That's, that's the truth. Now, it doesn't mean we can't have an agreement with the other brokerage and collaborate and have insurance. It can be done, but before you go sit somebody else's open house, let me tell you, if you burn the house down, everybody's getting sued. Because I'm telling you, I didn't know. Um, there is no overnight success. There is no overnight success. Now, if you win the lotto, because my husband bought a lottery ticket on the way home from Cairo, Illinois, that's like Carbon, near Carbondale, Illinois. And you know, for that moment when they're calling out the lottery numbers, you're like, ooh, I'm out. I'm never gonna sell real estate again. It could happen. But most people are gonna blow that money anyway. Um, learning the game of real estate takes time, effort, education, putting the education into practice and doing what other agents won't do. Yep, Kimberly, that takes motivation. Um, never stopping, Cairo. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't stop. I didn't say I stopped, but let me tell you, I did teach a class in Carterville, Illinois, and we stayed in Carbondale. We were like, we were on University Avenue. I heard the Amtrak all night. I digress. So you have to do what other agents won't do. So let's just talk about some successes and you guys can show and type in the feed people you know that you've watched and, or you've read the stories. So was Michael Jordan an overnight success? No. Did he try out for the basketball team and make it? Not in high school. He had to go put in the work. But now he did what no one else was willing to do. He did what no one else was willing to do. I had an agent tell me, Carrie, I told my husband that I wasn't coming back until I had a lead. Now that could be scary for some of you, but she didn't come home. She knocked on doors and she didn't get home till eight o'clock at night until someone said yes. I'm not saying do that. There are safety implications, but here's the point. How bad do you want this? Are you willing to put in the work? How about the Wright brothers? They weren't an overnight success. As a matter of fact, our government was paying someone else to come up with an airplane and they gave up, but the Wright brothers didn't give up. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be flying uh, the friendly skies. We wouldn't have 60,000 points on Southwest. Yes, Trina had to tell me, Carrie, what are you doing? I have so many points, a few of us could go. 
Bill Gates wasn't an overnight success. Now, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs around the same time got an opportunity in high school to work on computers or to build computers. So for them, it was the right place at the right time. Uber wasn't an overnight success. Really? Get, I'm getting in a stranger's car? I still, I have the app on my phone, but I'm like, Mark, can you order it for me? Like, to, it's just odd to me. I'm hop, If we're at an airport, I'm hopping in a cab. Uh, hopping in a cab. I don't know. Help me. Someone help me. I have uh, Airbnb wasn't up an overnight success. And I thought of going to stay in someone else's house. Right. My mother stayed in someone else's property in California. It was a like a huge home, six bedrooms. Each bedroom had its own bathroom. And she was staying in a house with four or five other people. But the kitchen was community. <laughs> but this is what we do. How about Madam C.J. Walker? Now, we know the story. Some of you watched it. I watched it. Um, but I let me, she went door to door to sell her hair cream, right? Some of us are, you know, we're trying to figure out how to just get, get our hair flat ironed, right? How to get the new look. Do any of you, right? Elon Musk, right? And, you know, he has no patience for stupid. Let me, let me tell you, he has no patience for stupid. Okay, I can't say what it's in my head. I can't say it. Amazon started as a book company. I thought that I was going to sell books. I used to go to the Christian bookstore, a publisher in Wheaton, buy books and try to sell them. I was like, I just needed help. It wasn't working. They shut down Barnes and Nobles and Borders. And then what did they do? They shut them down and then they opened a brick and mortar. Like we got Amazon Fresh. We got Amazon bookstores in Georgetown. It's either M Street or Wisconsin Avenue. I think it's M Street. Like they, how ironic is that? They, sh they went all online. They have their own drivers that come to your house. Even Target has figured out that right now they need to charter their own um, barges to get stuff from overseas. Listen, when you're in a position where you need to make money, are you willing to get up, get dressed, educate yourself, get out the door and go to work? Right, I could go on. The guy who created the ring doorbell. I don't know his name, my husband knows it, but he's, I was, I was taking notes driving home from Carterville, Illinois, Carbondale. And um, he was on Shark Tank and didn't get picked. How many of you have the Amazon, I'm not, and it, it was, it's sold by Amazon, the ring doorbell on the front of your house, right? And then your clients go to the house, they say everything they're gonna say and the seller just heard everything. Who would have thought the ring doorbell right? Um, YouTube was created by high schoolers. YouTube, and then they sold it to Google. Um, I used to say, you know, and I was telling you, like, I have, I, when I wanted to do something, I, I, I write it down. Bob Harrison, I always say he's my hero. He's older now. He's, I think they might still do the Christian Leadership Conference. I've been invited to speak. I had a conflict. I should have canceled the other conflict, uh-oh, to go speak. So nothing happens overnight. It happens over time with hard work, consistency, and patience. You have, now there's a book I read called Pound the Stone. And it was encouraged to be, the, the football coach of Iowa State encouraged all of his players to read it. They might have, they had to read it. Pound the Stone, when you, like if you think of a lumberjack and they're trying to cut down a tree, how long does it take to cut down a tree? You don't just, you know, you don't just chop. It takes a minute. 
When you're pounding a big stone, does it break right away? No, it doesn't break right away. When you um, need to learn something new, how many of you remember taking typing in high school? Not me, but I learned how to sew in high school, took four years of sewing. I can, I can sew today because of high school, but you didn't learn how to type just like that. It was consistency and practice. It was consistency and practice. So motivation, go get the book, Pound the Stone. I don't make any money. So here we go. My real estate agents. Number one, get over yourself. Yes, you will make mistakes. You will jack it up. And some folks won't hire you. Next, move on. Number one, if you're taking notes, around page 60, there is no inbox in real estate, the new real estate agents journal. You got to get over yourself. You are going to mess it up. You're going to go to an appointment. You're going to stumble and someone's going to say, are you new? And you're going to say, yes. I recommend that you say, I, um, I've been in the business, I've been in the sales industry for, or I'm, ex, you know, and, or you might just own it and say, yes, but my managing broker is here to help me and guide me through the process. Number two, you have not because you ask not. If you're not asking for the business, you cannot generate more leads by referral. Yep. My husband always says closed mouths don't get fed. You must ask for the business. And let me just take it back to number two. Here's your homework for today and this weekend. I need all of you to call your family, your friends, your neighbors, your past coworkers, get on LinkedIn, send a direct message. And I need you to tell people you're in the business of real estate. I created an announcement for all of my agents to post on social media. The second thing I want them to do is send out a handwritten note card. I want you to send out a handwritten note card. I get it. Some of you are like, that's too much work you're not willing to do what other agents won't do or they're not what they won't do. You've got to do more than the average person. I've had people say, Carrie, you're always busy. No, I'm not busy. I'm working. Now, there are some times when I'm not working, but I say I'm booked because I need a break. I get it. But I have more energy. I even had someone say, Carrie, you can just keep going and going and going and going. I probably do have a little more testosterone than most women. But I also know that I want to leave a legacy for all of you. I want to leave wealth for my kids, although they might not get it the way they want to get it. Because I, I read a book on not leaving money for your kids to donate it. They might not be happy with that. Um, number three. So I gave you homework. Oh, and let me give you another tip. Take a Google form. When you make your post, I just want to remind everyone that I'm a real estate agent. And for the holidays, give yourself the gift of homeownership. Start the process now so you can be in before Christmas or Thanksgiving or the holidays or move in when everyone else is celebrating Christmas. Like give yourself the gift of home ownership. Use your Google form to capture their information. Use that same Google form to say, hey, I am um, building out my list so I can send everyone my calendar for next year. If you want to get it, let me know. And a few random people will get a gift card for me. What do you have to do to motivate people, right? Uh, number three, build relationships. Don't always ask for the deal. Don't go to, you know, first of all, if you go to an event, you sit down and you're always on your phone, you're not going to build a relationship. Tonight, a few of us are going to the Chicago Association of Realtors Gala. I already have in my mind that I need to introduce um, an agent to a few people to a few people and their strategy. I've already been told and called, Carrie, there's about three people I need to introduce you to. 
I'm just saying I'm an NAR director. So their strategy was a lot of this. And some of you need to start getting involved because you don't know what you don't know, especially if you want to open a brokerage. So don't always ask for the deal. Figure out how to contribute to your network. Be the connector. Um, be the go-to person for just about everything. My husband, he will say to me, Carrie, I hate giving people my resources for cars because then they call me to complain. And I'm like, just give the disclaimer out the gate. Let me, oh, and let me say this. So when I tell you, tell you my husband builds relationships, he buys cars, but he's never buying anything new. And I keep saying never, but I keep asking for something new. Like I was like, can we get the new Cadillac that's, um, that you can plug in? He's like, nope, it's too new. And I think you have to order it. But here's what he does well, is he's the connector for cars. So as you know, I might have one, two, three cars that are luxury, but it's because I'm married to Mark who knows the Porsche, um, I can't call him a dealer, but the repair guy. We're going to their event tomorrow. They're gonna have 200 people there. So you know we're showing up, pick the Porsche. I don't know which one we're gonna go to. Everyone has a Porsche. My husband has figured out how to find the people that will do work on his cars. He has found the person that will give him parts. Last night at 11 o'clock, a bumper, someone drove hours to bring him a bumper to a car that he refuses to say he bought. That he refuses. He's the connector and he's figured out how to get people to do things because he connects them. He just went and met someone to get something to make my um, convertible top work. I don't even know what it is. The, I, I, the arms, I don't, I don't know. I just get in the car and drive. He's the connector. But if he gives you his resource, he's like, sometimes, Kara, I hate to give it because people call me to complain when they need to figure it out. So you still need to be the resource, but you might throw a, a disclaimer on that. And then he's also figured out if you're the complainer and you always complain, you'll, you'll figure it out when he stops telling you things. But he might say, just go to Home Depot, look on the board, and you'll find someone. I told him he should have a free workshop on how to invest um, in homes and then charge people. So, And I wanted to do a panel with the person that does all of the paint and picks out the, um, the decoration. I want him to bring the person that does all the work or hires the people that does all the work. Right. So, right, that's the view of Ebony. Uh, so number four, follow up. If you don't follow up, you become the person that isn't reliable. Yesterday, I, um, I guess spoke for Marquis six, um, six in 12 months uh, membership. And I did, a whole, I talked for about an hour and 20 minutes on uh, the, I can't even remember what my topic was, Ebony. To, it's, uh, the, it's all in the follow-up. Write that down for me, Ebony. I can't think of what my title was. So I did a whole talk on following up, following up when you meet the client, following up when you have the new buyer, following up when you're under contract, following up with the seller when you have the new listing, following up when you're under contract, and following up after everything closes. We forget to follow up. You don't forget who your doctor is. You don't forget who the dentist is, right? You go, might go to the same eye doctor. They follow up. And now our doctor's offices have figured out they call us and text us and email us to come back to get a shot. They've even figured out the relationships. Oh, there it is. It's all in the follow-up. Ebony added, the fortune is in the follow-up. So you have to follow up, follow up, follow up. And it gets hard because some of us are own, we're our own company right? You're under a sponsoring brokerage, but you're doing all the work. We'll figure out how to get some other people to help us. There's Fiverr, right? Number five, create social media like you 
really want someone to hire you and take you seriously. Kimberly, Marky and I, a few of us, Sheena, I don't know, Ebony. Sometimes I'm like, am I a hater? Am I petty? But do you, do you guys ever even think about some of the stuff you post? Does it even look good? Have you even asked your network, what do you think? And I get it. I don't even want to tell you what I want to say because you'll go back and look. But sometimes like I'm like, create social media like you really want someone to hire you. Yes, you got to watch the replay. So for those of you that missed um, the live with um, Marky on the, on the webinar, I streamed it to the 6 and 12 membership group. I streamed it. Um, yeah, create social media like you want someone to hire you for real. And you might want to create social media like you want to be in leadership on a committee because I'm not saying that people know. They're like, what did Carrie? Why do people always call me, Carrie, what did this person do? I'm like, why are you guys asking me? Don't make me go look. I don't want to know. All right. Number six, be consistent with your marketing. I helped many of you that invested in the key to listing leads. And I don't even know, what did I do with, oh, here it is. Like I even created for next month, the marketing piece. Uh, I added a newsletter to the keys to listing leads. And really, the only thing an agent really needs to do with this is change out the title and change out the data. Like go find some data, copy, copy, paste, make sure it's your name, um, make sure you change your logo. Like you can use the same article. You could use the same article because I, yeah, you might, oh, here you're going to have to change out your, um, your name. But like I, come on, I made this easy for you. I've tried a lot of stuff on social media that I thought would be a hit, but were flat flops or flips, right? You're like, it just didn't work. Let me give you the tip that, you know, there's no secret in this. Some of you just need to go to Google. Some of you just need to go to Pinterest. And let me say, Tracy, I like your comment, but um, sometimes what you're doing is still working. So follow the hashtag Realtor, follow the hashtag house hunting, follow other real estate agents and look at what they're getting, getting engagement on. I will tell you that reels do help. Some of us, you know, we dance. Some of us, we have clothes on that I think is, you know, I'm like, it's working for them. So let me just not be a hater. Go to Pinterest and search uh, layouts for Instagram. Sometimes you just need a cleaner layout, but then you might need to do video. Sometimes you just need to get coherent or consistent with the way your brand looks. So even though you might get 50 likes and no comments, I actually, what's, here's what's interesting. Last week, was it last week? The week before our high school, um, we all had, you know, class of 89, we did a 50 year birthday uh, thing. So people came out to the park and we all talked and people kept coming up to Mark and I, I love your lives. I, you, I love it when you guys go live in the morning. I love when you go live because it's so hysterical and everybody knows Mark. So even when he's not smiling, he's just doing this to get to either piss you off, to get under my skin or to make you laugh. I mean, he has a motive. He has a motive. But we have so many people that watch, but they never comment. They wait till we're in person. Why? We're all 50. So my point is, is if it wasn't really a flop or do you only have 100 followers? Do you, I mean, and I'm not saying you do. Sometimes we need to figure out how to get our followers up and it's consistency. I will tell you, I have more people that watch me live today than they did in May. And I told you that. So again, 
create social media like you really want someone to hire you and be consistent with your marketing. And I know, and I got, I would have to scroll back through, but there's a young lady that started a, a hair care line. And I did see that she joined for a second. I don't know if she's still here, but she started going live consistently to talk about what she was doing with her hair. And I, you know, if some of you were to go to my Snapchat, you get to see me behind the scenes. This right here, I knew. So my hairstylist decided to retire. And I knew I wasn't going to get in with Lala last minute. So I knew I had to, had to start, I had to start doing my hair on Wednesday to get it flat enough. So it didn't look puffy and big. So what, what this young lady did, I got to find her name. I might post it. I might, I'll, I'll add it to IGTV, um, to the feed when I share this to IGTV you got to find something that works. I've been watching. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that doesn't make sense. But then I was like, you know what? What's your niche? Um, are you a gardener? Do you like fashion? I was watching another agent. I was like, mm. and then I thought, you know what? People are engaging with her. It works. Like um, I'm, you know, I might have too many purses. I have decided I'm going to get a construction bag and go through all my shoes and just donate. If anybody wants, I have a seven and a half shoe. I have shoes I have never worn pandemic didn't help. I was buying stuff. I'm like, I shouldn't buy anything. I'm wearing the same Ugg slippers every single day. So sometimes it's, what can you talk about tied into real estate to get people to watch you? Okay. Number uh, seven, it's not your broker's job to give you leads. And I could just, I probably just need to come talk about that. It is not your company's job to give you leads. You are now an entrepreneur. You are 1099. Most of you are 1099. It is your job to get up, get dressed and go generate the leads. And that was one of the DMs. Um, is my company lead friendly? Nope. But I promise you this. If you show up to class, I will show you how to, I will show you where all of the leads are. I even went to an office recently and all the agents were like, well, Remind wasn't working. And I'm like, get over it. Like, stop. I, this is what I really want to say to all of you. You've got RPR. I get it. South Carolina, you can't extract, but you can go to your MLS. It is your fault if you're not generating leads and there is no overnight success. That's you in the lotto. Um, you know, someone might donate your cause. Some of you overnight success could be in a year. I was talking to a gentleman on Clubhouse and he made $400,000 his first year. But wait, it was his network. It was his network. I talked to an agent that did 40 deals from January 1st of this year through, to, through today or yesterday or last week. Let me say that again. Only been in the business three years. 40 deals with little kids at home. How bad do you want it? How, how bad do you want it? Some of you need to go figure out how to get your spouse to get licensed so they can go do the inspections. It's about your hustle. Number eight, it's, it's, it's your hustle. How badly do you want to do this business? And number nine, this might be so hard for some of you to hear but you need patience. I'm a seven and a half to um, two, two. I'm a seven and a half, two. I got it. I'd love to have them. Okay, we should, you know, I'm, you know, come, you want to help come clean my basement too? You got to have patience. You got to have patience. In all of this, you have to have patience. So let me say these nine again. And Mina and I were talking about this. 
we get caught up in what everyone else is doing and we watch and we're like, Carrie, this person did this, this person made this much money. I'm like, some of you just need to get off of Instagram and just do your own thing. I like Sarah Ware. Everyone follow the Sarah Ware in the building, the incoming president-elect for the Chicago Realtor Association. She was like, Carrie, people should do real estate like there is no social media. <gasps> Shocking. So number one, get over yourself. Get over yourself. Number two, you have not because you ask not. Number three, build relationships, be the connector. Number four, follow up. You're, you know, the fortune is in the follow-up. You have to follow up. And I don't mean just follow up with your current transactions. Follow up with the people that closed. Every January, send the closing document. Um, every month, send an item of value. You know, go, um, what can you send? I gave a strategy yesterday that, so let me say it, let me, let me do this for you. Your, your buyer closed on a house. We all go on social media. Some of you do the boomerang, right? Ooh, boomerang. It's okay, do the boomerang. Um, but what if you called the listing agent before they take the lockbox off the property and you go to, you, you, know, you're, you already know it's in the trunk of your car your big thing of toilet paper, your big thing of paper towel, your scrub brushes, all the stuff you bought from the Dollar Tree, you know, the spick and span, the fabuloso, the, uh, the Windex, whatever you got, right? Maybe some paper plates and some cups and some plastic forks. Go back in the property and maybe you do a nice little gift bag and then you say, welcome to your new home. I am sure you might need this, right? And you know, you, maybe you go to the Dollar Tree, you buy a picture frame, and you say to them, you know, I just, you know, I, I appreciate you allowing me to help you. Here's a few things I would love you to do. Could you take a picture of my toilet paper, post it on social media, and say, my agent did what nobody else does. They gave us the basics. We think we always need to be fancy. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't go buy the, um, you know, this to me would be more important: the coffee mug that heats up. Coffee still hot, 50 minutes in. I'm not saying you shouldn't buy the Tiffany coffee mugs. You've got two. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I am saying sometimes it's the practical that people actually love. Go back in the house. And then you can still go to closing with that awesome gift. There you go. Um, awesome info. Oh, let me go back. Uh, follow up. Now, number four is follow up. Number five is create a social media post like you really want someone to hire you. Number six, be consistent with your marketing. If you didn't invest in the key to listing leads, you can still do that. The coupon is still available. If you are in six and 12, go there. And just, you know, put my name in in six and 12 and it will come up. Or, or send me a, a direct message. Um, if you're not your, uh, it's not your broker's job to give you leads. It's not, it's your job. If they give you leads, you can best believe they're taking some of that money. Um, number eight, it's about your hustle. How bad do you want it? You got to get up, get dressed, get out the door. You got to work. You got to be consistent. And number nine, you got to be patient. You have to be patient. Some of you just got into the industry and you're like, oh, I want to be like these top producers. Sometimes you might send out a marketing piece and you get a lead right away. Dominique, I so want you to share your testimony. Do I have permission? 
stay in the feed if I can share share what happened to you already with the keys to listing leads. Um, right, Gucci slides and Versace robes. Oh, what do we, it's the little it's the little things. Wait, you guys, I'm missing out on the on the conversation. I like Marquis T-shirt, real estate over Gucci. Now, I am not saying that we shouldn't have luxury. I was in TJ Maxx the other day, and they had a whole spread of Gucci necklaces, and I was like, oh, that could be a great Christmas gift. But sometimes you need to just live beneath your means for a minute. I would, you know, I listen. I love how Marky put it. I can have an expensive pair of shoes on, and you don't even know how much my whole outfit costs. I get it. Some of us are motivated by what we see. Some of our clients are. But if you could live beneath your means for a minute, it might help. So I can share it, Yoko. Here's Dominique's testimony. So she happens to work for Caremark Realty Group, but she also sent out her first postcards and someone called her in three days to list a property. September. It usually takes five to seven times to get someone to hire you. I love your bling, Carrie, especially my ring. This is Mark. I say things enough. Yeah, come out here to my neighborhood. Oh, I got more coffee. Want to say hi to everyone? Someone noticed my ring. Oh, it is an upgrade. It is an upgrade. All right. I told them you're going to do a free seminar on investing. We'll go live. We'll go live. And then we'll do an in-person. We'll do an in-person. Right. Live beneath your means. Mina said, where's her coffee? You can order it and have her go pick it up at Starbucks. All right. He said, your doorbell should be ringing. You know it's not. Sue said, hi. Hi, Sue. Sue, Mark wants to come back to Florida. Sue, Mark, my sister, I shouldn't say this. She might have a condo somewhere near Fort Myers. How far are you from Fort Myers? So we're we're coming to Florida just for another quick visit. All right. Does anyone have any questions? Does anyone have any questions? I noticed that last night's uh, blue stone. Did you? Did you? My t-shirt, Hope Mims. Anyone questions? Put your questions in the Q&A. Because if not, you know we can hop over to Clubhouse for a few minutes. Mina said the doorbell is broken and she's got like a few dogs that might not work. He said, yeah, they're going to keep your coffee. Where, oh, so tell me, what city are you in? Because maybe we might stay back in Kissimmee again. Or are you, where are you? He hasn't decided, but three hours is a hike. No questions? No one's putting anything in the Q&A? All right, because if not... I'm going to, I'll end this live. Uh, oh, I have, go, go for it. Ask the unrelated questions. Type it in. I've got at least five minutes. Clearwater, you know, I don't know where that is. Mark, Clearwater, do you want to buy a house in Clearwater? He's disappeared. I was in your jump start class yesterday. Thank you for your marketing techniques. You're welcome. If you go back to the Coffee with Carrie series, for those of you that were, that are new to catching me live here on Fridays, I have, I have stuff. Like you could just listen to me all day. And if you go to my podcast, the same thing. And if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you follow me on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and YouTube. 